Sports Talk Chicago. All gas, no brakes. If you're looking for the same old sports talk, get out! You've come to the wrong place. Hey, we ain't come this far just to come this far, you hear me? I tell you what I see, I tell you the truth. We going hard today. We're fearless, bold, and highly opinionated. This here show. This show is so hot right now. The biggest guests, the hottest takes, and the best interviews live right here. Do you actually remind me of Dan Patrick? Because you ask great questions, you have the knack, you have the gift. On Sports Talk Chicago. Yo, Chicago. Here's your host. The guy's an absolute stud. John Zagul. Hi, everybody. Welcome into Sports Talk Chicago. Post-game edition, the Bears fall to the Saints in a tough fashion. 24-17. They go down to 2-7. and seven. We're going to break this whole thing down in just a second. Make sure you follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago. John Meadows is directing and producing. This is John Zaglul here with you. Hit up all of our great radio and TV affiliates near the top of your screen. And make sure you hit that like button and subscribe to the channel so you stay in the know when it comes to Chicago sports news and talk here on Sports Talk Chicago. This was a really tough loss, not because the Bears were supposed to win or they should have won, because I predicted them to lose. It's the fact that they were ahead for a majority of this game, and they single-handedly lost it due to five turnovers, including three in the second half. The Bears had approximately four opportunities in the fourth quarter to come back and win. They entered the quarter down by a touchdown. They had four Huge opportunities, four huge stops defensively, or really three stops, then a missed field goal. A chip shot, it should have been for the Saints. They had one more chance after that, and they still lost. That is aggravating and frustrating. I know Tyson Bajan is not the guy, and I know the Bears don't have a top QB on their hands. I get it. They were kind of hamstrung. They don't have Justin Fields in. They don't have, you know, they got their, their backup in, right? I get it. But... Five total team turnovers. Three picks by Bajan and a fumble, then a fumble by D.J. Moore. Vanish Jones had a couple of brain farts, including a critical penalty late again. And their Bears team had their own offensively and really lit it up against a top-10 defense. From a statistical standpoint, their numbers were really high. They did a good job at gaining yards on this Saints defense. I mean, the final numbers are really nice to look at. Bajan at 220 passing yards and 70 rushing yards. Deontay Foreman averaged four yards per carry and got 83 rushing yards. And Darnell Mooney at 82. And Cole Komet at two touchdowns and 55 yards. The numbers were there. The numbers were there offensively. They should have won this game. And yet, the five turnovers completely overshadowed any positive that came from this one. They don't have a quarterback right now. And for all of you who say, hey, it's still going to be Justin Fields, uh, watch out. I don't think so. Okay? So I'll tell you what. If Justin Fields played in this game, he'd commit just as many turnovers. Okay? He's facing a top-10 defense here. Bajan or Fields. The fact is, bad play calling from Luke Getze. A couple of dumb wide receiver screens in critical situations. Too many turnovers. Too many penalties. The Bears shot themselves in the foot, and that's why they lost. And you know what? When you're an okay team, you got to be perfect to win a football game, right? When, when you're the Bears and you're kind of in it and you're in it for the majority of the game and you're doing your best to hang with 
an elite team, or at least a division-leading team. The Saints aren't elite, but they lead their division. you got to play perfectly in order to win. Only great teams can overcome turnovers and mistakes to still win a football game. The Bears are not a great team. They need to play great. They need to hold on to the football. They need to play perfectly in order to win. They did not do that. That's why they lost. And it's not for a lack of trying or lack of opportunities. Even if the Bears had committed three turnovers, they might have won that game. Even if they committed four turnovers, they might have won that game. But they had five, and they blew four opportunities in the fourth quarter to make a comeback. Consistent opportunities to make comebacks, and that's why they lost. Countless penalties as well. There's not much more you could say. Bajan had three picks and a fumble. DJ Moore had a fumble. Bad play calling at times from Luke Getze, especially in the third and fourth quarter. It was a tale of two different halves, really, because that first half looked great for the Bears. Bajan had the pick, but also had two touchdowns. The Bears' run game was killing it. The play calling looked great. For some reason, once again, second half comes around, and they lay an egg. And they just can't find a way to win. And that's very odd to me how somebody like Luke Gantz, still employed when he doesn't know how to make second-half adjustments. That, to me, is crazy. It blows my mind. Really blows my mind. Bajan played okay to begin, but even in general, the Saints scored, what, at the end of the day, probably 17 points off of Bears' turnovers. The, Bears, uh, the, the Saints scored multiple times due to Bears' turnovers. That's what's going to kill you. The Bears missed a field goal, too, just like the Saints did. This was a winnable game, and that's the part that hurts. Now, are the Bears going to be great this year? No, but when you're playing with a team for a long time, the Bears were in this thing. They were playing great in the first half, and then you lose in this fashion. It hurts. It's frustrating. It really hurts, especially when you had so many opportunities in the fourth quarter despite your turnovers and issues to begin the game. You still had chances to win, and you blew that too. Every single time, you found a way to blow it. Every single time there was a pick, there was a turnover, there was an issue. I mean, you got that big stop on fourth down by an inch, and you still had a chance, and you blew it again. And this stuff is tough. And it's tough when you continually have opportunities that you just can't come through on, especially when you don't deserve to win, but you still have a chance to win. The Bears did not deserve to win this game, and they still had multiple chances, which is encouraging in the sense that they played really well. They did a good enough job with their offense to overcome their struggles early. The problem is, over time, when you continue to play that way, you continue to blow uh, opportunities, have turnovers, too many picks, too many fumbles, it's all going to catch up to you. If the Bears had two picks and that was it, they probably would have won this game. If they had four turnovers in total, they still could have won this game. They had a chance. The fact that they had five and continually broke our hearts, that's what led to them losing this game. And that one's tough to swallow. I already hear it, and I already see it. People saying, oh, well, when Fields comes back, it's going to be okay. I don't think so. And if anything, I think today kind of proved, and I don't want to crap on Bajan too much, but today proved that the Bears have a quarterback issue at large. I didn't think Bajan would be the answer day one anyway. I thought it would be interesting to see his arc play out. But the fact is, they need a new quarterback at the end of the year. Could Bajan be a good backup? Absolutely. Absolutely. He showed some nice 
plays today in some capacity. Hey, he ran for 70-plus yards, threw for 200. He looked okay at times, but the problem is he's got to keep those turnovers under control. He's a rookie. What do you expect? I get it, but at the end of the day, that certainly hurt the Bears. Now, if you think Justin Fields would have come in and won that game, he still would have been stifled by Luke Getze's dumb screen pass play calling, not to mention the fact that he would have faced a top-10 defense. He would have thrown maybe two picks, maybe one, fumbled the football too. It's not just Beijing and, oh, Fields was in, they would have scored four touchdowns, had no picks, and had a perfect passer rating. That's not going to happen. Either way, whichever quarterback started today, Nathan Peterman even, the end result probably would have been the same. That's why I give the Bears credit that at least for the majority of this game, even all the way till the end, the final maybe three minutes, they were in this thing. They had an opportunity. Despite all the mistakes that they made, they had a legitimate opportunity. And that's impressive in the sense that even as a bad team, they played with and had a chance against a solid football team. That's positive. The negative is, and the unfortunate part is, they couldn't close the door and they couldn't control what they had to control. The Bears did not control what they needed to control. And that's why they lost this game. One more thing, too. Why is Vanish Jones still on this team? I'm going to say it every single week until he gets cut or released or something. Because I'll tell you what, that face mask penalty hurt them late. He did nothing in terms of returning the football. When he was in on the, when he was in at wide receiver, there was a you know a quick pass to him and he fumbled it. Now they later called it in, incomplete, but I'll tell you what, it would have been a fumble. Probably should have been a fumble. Vanish Jones has done nothing to help this team. In fact, he's been a liability since the day they drafted him. I don't know why they continue to trot him out there or why they continue to use him in any capacity, in any important capacity. If you're down by 50 points, you want to put in Bayless to get some garbage time plays, by all means. But in serious situations, in serious games, he's going to hurt you big time. He consistently hurts you big time. And one more thing, too, especially about Matt Eberflus. This just adds, unfortunately, to his resume in terms of being fired. This isn't a personal attack, but you were up. They were winning. They were playing good, and you lost again due to all these turnovers and these issues. Matt Eberflus, this reflects on you, and now you're 2-7 and seven after a 3-14 and 14 year. You're 2-7 and seven after going 3-14. and 14. What are you, 5-22 and 22 as a head coach with the Bears? He's going to be gone. Even if they win out all the way now, which won't happen, but let's say they do, even then I would question him staying. Matt Eberflus, week by week, gets worse and worse in terms of status regarding his future. It just gets worse and worse. Eberflus as a guy, I have no problem with him. I think he's a nice guy. Eberflus as a coach, not so much. And Luke Getze is going to be gone too, as he should be. We're calling wide receiver screens in the fourth quarter. I mean, what are you doing, Luke Getze? Really? We're calling dumb one-yard screens in the fourth quarter? How stupid can you be? And what, what are they going to say at the press conference today? Let me guess. We started out hot. We looked really good. We just couldn't shut the door. No, you committed five turnovers as a team. Of course you lost. You're running out Bayless Jones every play. That's why you lost too. 
and you have no quarterback, and that's really why you lost as well. Bajan or Fields, doesn't matter. They would have easily still committed this many turnovers when you're facing a top 10 defense. It's a fact. And really, it was all the one guy, the one player for the Saints, who really took control to his credit. Adebo, 29, he had two picks and a fumble recovery. Maybe if he didn't play, they would have potentially won the game. For some reason, they could not overcome him specifically on defense. I'm just utterly disappointed and and hurt with the end of this one and how it ended, especially because they had so many opportunities to win. You know, they really did. Genuinely, they had so many chances. I don't know if I've ever seen the Bears, at least in my lifetime, blow this many chances to win. I mean, you enter the fourth quarter down by one touchdown, you have four separate opportunities to win the game or at least tie it up, and every time you fail in a different capacity. The Bears didn't get outplayed today. The Bears outplayed themselves today. You're never going to win a football game with five turnovers. Even if you're elite, let alone if you're horrible, like the Bears are. When you face a team of the Saints caliber, and the Saints aren't even great, but when you face a team like that who's battling for a playoff spot, you need to do everything right. You need to do the fundamentals. And if you can't do the fundamentals, well, guess what? You're going to get your ass kicked. And they only lost by one possession, which is great. They had opportunities despite all of these issues and all of these turnovers, even in the fourth quarter, and they still couldn't do it. Maybe I'm overreacting because I didn't expect them to win, but when you're in a game and you're leading for at least a quarter and you end up losing like this, I'm going to be pissed off. You had it. Multiple times, you had it. And you were playing with them. You had them on the ropes throughout the entirety of the game. And even in the fourth quarter, when they missed that field goal, when they came up short on fourth down by an inch, you had them pooing their pants. You had them worried. You had them concerned that they were going to lose and blow it. And every time, every opportunity you had, you squandered. That hurts. The Bears lost to themselves today. They didn't lose to the Saints. The Saints didn't now play them or tear them up. They lost to themselves. And that's the part that hurts the most in terms of how they lost this game and how things ended. And I'll say it again for those who maybe missed it, Bayless Jones should not be on this team anymore. Um, nearly fumbled a football earlier, but it wasn't for an overturning on a call by the officials, in addition to the fact that he committed a key penalty just blocking late in the game. I mean, even when you try to make sure that he's not involved in anything, he still causes some sort of bad outcome for the game. At some point, when do the Bears say he's going to be an active game playing? Or how about he's not on this team anymore, period? I am really befuddled as to why they continue to trot him out there. Well, I know why, because it's Ryan Poles' pick, but I mean, do you guys even care about winning or at least being competitive? Because if you want to be competitive, Bandless Jones Jr. is not the guy you want on the field at any time. It seems like whenever he's just on the field, even, by virtue of him being st- standing there on the field, they're going to do something bad. Something horrible is going to happen if Bayless is standing there. Anyways, that's all I got for today. Thank you for watching today's stream. We had a lot of people tune in. All the highs and the lows, I appreciate it. 
Thank you to John Meadows directing and producing. Thank you to all of you. Remember, just to subscribe to the channel, hit that like button and hang out with us. Hit up all of our great affiliates at the top of your screen. Uh, we'll see you Thursday night for the game. I will see you Wednesday night for a live stream. But man, this one leaves a real bad taste in my mouth, and I'm sure it does for you too. Till next time. So long, everyone.